Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I am your host. Um, hope everyone is well. I hope everyone is um, enjoying June so far. Um, I guess, you know, it's to be expected that there is a ton of um, uneasiness, uncertainty, um, so much coming to the surface, so much emotion rising to the surface. And certainly, you know, I think lots of us struggle to come up with uh, how we want to how we want to express ourselves about the um, enormity of of what seems to be happening. I can say from a spiritual perspective, I can see that um, it's important. You know these 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 difficulties and these challenges that we're experiencing. Um, it's important that we go through them because it's giving us as a collective, um, a, a way forward, you know, a, a sort of wake-up call. And that's really what 2020, I feel, is about. It's an enormous wake-up call to all of us. So, um, you know, on so many levels, we're learning. Um, and I think it's important. Um, have How have I been dealing with things? I, I feel like I'm you know, doing the best that I can, just like everyone else. Um, I do feel some pressure, like I'm supposed to have the answer, or I'm supposed to have some kind of, um, you know, message that's going to be helpful to you guys. And I, I struggle with it, because I feel sometimes, um, like, who am I (laughs) to say, All, all I really know, I'm not claiming to have all the answers ever. Um, but all I know is that we, as human beings, need to raise our consciousness. And that's why, you know, doing the work, doing meditation, um, finding a connection to your soul, finding a connection to uh, something greater than yourself. For me, it's my connection to God. For you, it might be your connection to nature. It might be your connection to Mother Earth. It might be your connection to the universe or even just like connection to your higher self Whatever that might be for you, it's it's finding that connection and then really working, you know, on on ourselves. You know, how do we become more peaceful within ourselves? How do we teach our children peace? It's it's by creating that within ourselves and in our families and in our homes. Um, I think that it's important that we um, address that we haven't we haven't made it there yet. It's not good enough. You know, the the fact that there's still um, such discrimination, such racism, such cruelty in the world is, uh, it's not good enough. You know, that's, that's not where, um, that's not where we need to be. Um, You know, we, we need to have more compassion and we need to have more understanding. And so I, I think that, you know, over time, we're making strides, we're making progress, but we're certainly not there yet. So I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in healing and energy healing and intention, but I also believe in action, you know? So I I think it's a time where we're all looking at ourselves and trying to figure out how can we take action from where we are with what we have, with what we know. 
you know, and as you know better, you do better, um, as my Angelou would say. So um, that that's, you know, what I would say for now. Um, I realize within the spiritual community or lots of um, people who are coaches and things like that, it seems to me there's this like moral high ground where people are really, you know, you can't, you can't, um, there, there's been judgment about people who haven't said enough. There's judgment of people who are saying too much or not saying the right thing or not, you know, uh, hashtagging the right thing. And it just seems to me that we're all trying to do our most people, I would say most people are trying their best. Um, and so I would say, you know, if someone's trying, don't judge them, you know, just really, really, let's educate each other. Let's help each other. And of course, you know, we're on the side of love. We're on the side of, you know, remembering that we're all one. We're all connected. And if we could only really see that and know that for each one of us, for ourselves, I think that the world would be so much different. Um, So I hope that makes sense. I felt like that was just a bit of rambling, Um, but I really did want to put something out there just to kind of express, you know, the, how I've been feeling. Um, I think in Canada, you know, we need to look at, our indigenous people. Um, I, I think that there's been plenty, plenty of injustice and mistreatment. Um, and I think that needs to come more to the, the forefront of our history when we're teaching our children, because, you know, how can we be outraged at what's happening, um, you know, in the U S and not look at, you know, the history that we've had with racism so, you know, my great aunt, who I love and adore so much, she's in spirit, um, but she was a teacher in uh, one-room schoolhouses in her lifetime and also in many communities in northern BC um, and in the Kootenays. And she she taught a lot of um, children, um, you know, Native children, and she, she ex- you know, she experienced their, their pain and their hardship and, and what they went through. And she knew children that got sent to residential schools, you know, so I, I do think of her often. And, um, you know, I think that that's a part of our history that uh, is oftentimes not put out to the world. You know, we, we need to look at that and there needs to be learning and, and, and an acknowledgement of that. So I do think we're getting there, you know, but it certainly it is a hard time. I think lots of us, many of us are feeling the grief, you know, it's a collective grief that we're going through. So it's important to be able to uh, be mindful, take care, take some rest when you can during this time and, and really, um, you know, keep your mental state as, as balanced and as calm as, you know, as you can, uh, while you're going through all of these emotions, you know, and, and to make a plan of action moving forward. Um, so the, um, the topic for today that I really wanted to discuss with you is your questions. Ask me anything. So I'm going to do my best. I haven't really, uh, you know, prepared anything. This is just like my answers that are going to come to me as I'm, as I'm reading the questions. Okay. So hopefully this will be helpful to you. Uh, so the first question is from Penelope and she was asking about numbers and how they guide us. Okay. So what I would say, I mean, numerology is a huge topic. Um, and, you know, there's people that, that spend, you know, their whole lives studying it. Um, but from my experience, I do find that 
uh, numbers, especially synchronicity, you know, with, with synchronicity and numbers, um, it's generally a way for your angels um, and your loved ones in spirit to get your attention. So, you know, when I was little, up until, you know, teenager, and I still do this, um, I used to always catch the clock, especially when we had the digital, you know, digital clocks, we didn't have it on our phone. Um, I would always catch 1111, whether it was like in the in the morning or in the evening, I would always happen to glance just at 1111. And I would always make a wish, you know, and um, I think I manifested quite a few things by wishing at 1111. Um, but I always found it to be kind of magical and kind of significant. And so now uh, that I've that I've been in this uh, metaphysical world um 1111 in angel numbers is said to be a reminder to keep your energy and your vibration high because you're manifesting your reality at that time um it's also a reminder from your angels that they're with you so it is a very special kind of kind of uh uh, number to, to take note of. Um, threes, repeating threes, like three, three, three. Oftentimes when I'm aware of that, I, I realize that it means that um, there's a Jesus connection, you know, um, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, um, and also the time of his death um, connected to the number three, um, but also the ascended masters that are with me. Um, so I, I feel so blessed when I get the threes together. Um, nines, you repeating nines generally have to do with endings, ending the ending of a cycle, completion. Uh, zero, 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 I always feel it has to do with God, you know, connection to that God consciousness, God being with you. Um, it also is you know, um, leading up to the ones is new beginnings, you know, um, what else? Fives, when you get the repeating fives, those are generally about some pretty big changes that are, uh, going to be happening. Um, so sometimes it can be, okay, maybe not, maybe stuff's changing and it's not necessarily going to be the most fun. Um, but it's definitely like for a purpose, you know, so it's things that are changing that are going to be significant in your life and helping you to move forward and to push through. Um, the sixes definitely not, in, in my opinion, has nothing to do with the connection to the devil uh, or anything like that. Um, the sixes, repeating sixes, generally has to do with if you're spending too much time focused on the material world or material possessions or kind of like very earthly things. It's almost like a reminder to elevate your energy, you know, kind of like get to that spiritual kind of place. Um, 888, that's to do with abundance. I'll often um, tell people if you're if you're looking to really increase your abundance in your life, um, it's a good idea to do write 888 on a little piece of paper, stick it in your wallet. And you could also add a little piece of pyrite which is like a fool's gold or you can put um, citrine which is a beautiful stone for inviting abundance into your life so that's a little tip that you can use um, I'm wondering if I'm forgetting anything here sevens I feel have to do with uh, manifesting you know really really um, I say that I, I do agree with lucky number seven um, and then the two the two has to do with 
uh, relationships. I think like harmony in relationships. Um, and it's generally a number of balance. Um, so I think that's the numbers that one to 10 here. Um, it's also to do, you know, you can, you can look at, um, You can also look at life path, you know, life path numbers, um, your soul number. There's all kinds of different um, facets, you know, to numerology. But that's just like a little tiny, uh, little kind of giving you the gist of it. Now, you can, if you do see numbers often, like one, two, three, four has another meaning, you know, different combinations, different mean different things. You can look them up, just Google them, and generally there'll be some some information there. But I also suggest to you, especially if you're really interested in working with your intuition, um, see what it means to you. So now when I see 333, yes, I, I feel it's because yes, there's a Jesus connection and I am so connected to Jesus. But I'll also tune in and be like, what specific specifically does this number mean to me for today, for this moment? You know, so I'll use my intuition more so than, than looking it up any longer. Um, so I hope that's helpful, Penelope. Thanks for the question. Um, okay, Sherry Lamarand. She was asking about her little astrology reading that she just had. And she wanted to know more about the sun sign, the rising sign, and the moon sign. Like what, what those mean. Okay, so um, your sun sign is essentially your sign that you're born under. So this is like, for me, my birthday is June 6th. I'm a Gemini. Um, it's your basic nature. It's the part of you that remains constant. Um, it represents your highest self and your unique qualities. So most people are aware of their sun sign. Um, and so, yeah, you can, you can get some basic information from that. Um, your moon sign is your inner self. This is your subconscious self. Um, this is how you would react to different experiences. This is like your emotional needs, how, how those are met. Um, and so your moon sign is sort of like a, it's, I would say equally important. You can tell a lot by someone's moon sign. So we'll use myself as an example. So the, the air sign of Gemini, that's, that's very much a thinker. You know, the Gemini is very much a communicator, um, uh, you know, very much someone who is go, 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 usually quite busy, quite imaginative, quite, they've usually got um, a way of really connecting with people. Now the moon sign, my moon sign is a Pisces. Now, Pisces is a water sign, so that's more so to do with the emotion. You know, this is a very emotional. Pisces moon is someone who, on the inside, experiencing experiences things very emotionally. So empathic people would have, you know, lots of empathic people would have a Pisces moon. Um, definitely, I can relate to that. That's my how I react to things is definitely with my emotions. Um, I use my clairsentience in my work um quite a lot so it makes perfect sense um and your rising sign or sometimes it's called the ascendant sign is how you appear to other people how you approach your daily tasks um your outward style kind of like your social personality that kind of thing 
And so mine is Libra, which is sort of all about balance and all about, it is an air sign as well. So it's, it's, you know, of the mind, um, someone who's thinking. Um, so I can kind of get that. I, I do relate to Libra quite a bit, mostly because with Libra is always looking for balance, always looking for justice, always looking for um, truth. So I, I can relate to that. Um, if you don't know your rising sign or your moon sign or your Venus sign, all of those things can be found in your chart. Now, there's a few different ways. You can order a chart. You can order it to get an astrology reading done. Um, but you can also go to, um, I believe it's called cafeastrology.com. And you can plug in your birth date, year, place, name, time of birth. You have to know your time of birth. That is important. And it will show you your, those those parts of your chart. It'll show you those those items. So you can find out. And it's really interesting. I find that um, I really get along well with people who either have my rising sign, my, my moon sign, or my jump, or my sun sign. Like, if they've got, if we've got similarities in our charts, I tend to really, really, well, of course, you would, you would understand each other kind of in a way. Um, so it's sort of a natural thing. So um, some of my favorite people are Pisces, and I have that Pisces moon. Um, and Libra, too. Really, really close friend of mine is a Libra sun, and I'm a rising Libra, and she's a Gemini rising so we have like sort of inverted we have the same qualities but just inverted so that's really interesting um you could say for my chart I am a little bit indecisive sometimes because I've got the Gemini twins who can't make up their own mind uh and then the Libra who's like always you know looking at both sides of the coin um so it is hard for me to make up my mind once in a while um so anyway so hopefully that answers your question Sherry um, the next question is from Jackie Lepp about the angelic realm. So I'm just scrolling through here to see what exactly Jackie wants to know about the angelic realm. Um, okay. Um, okay. She would love to know more about the angel realm and that feeling of once ha having wings. As long as I can remember, I've had some pretty spooky memories or rememberings or knowings or whatever you'd like to call it. Anyone else feel that? Hmm. Okay. Well, I would say yes. There's there's times when, well, let's just say this. The angelic realm is a higher vibration. So we're here in the physical world. The spirit realm is like a higher, finer vibration than we're in. And then there's the angelic world, angelic realm, which is even finer and even higher. They're closest to God. Um, there's this this uh, this feeling with the angelic realm that is just pure love, pure light, um, and certainly kind of you know these these beings of light that are angels. Um, their their purpose is to guide humanity. Um, to offer us comfort and to be sort of looking after, um, you know, looking after us and in, in our world in that way. Um, I, I do sometimes find that in meditation, I can almost feel 
like wings, you know, that I've got wings and um, you can kind of have that sense. Um, Lots of times people, um, we refer to people as earth angels, meaning that they've come to this time and this place um, to live a human life, but yet their soul really originates from the angelic realm or that they've been angels before and this is just kind of a dip into this life um to sort of act as a healer as someone who who nurtures and loves and takes care of each other uh, or takes care of other people in that way that an angel would you know so I, I certainly feel um I people have said this to me many times in readings and stuff that I am an earth angel and especially in the beginning I had no idea what that meant uh and then I sort of researched and I thought oh it does make sense and I feel uncomfortable even saying that like calling myself that but at the same point I do get that I I do feel I'm here for those purposes you know and I think lots of times with earth angels we don't or incarnate angels or whatever you want to call it we have trouble with everyday normal life sometimes because we're from this other vibration we're from another energy we don't we we find that you know like simple things like eating proper food and drinking water and and you know getting exercise it all seems foreign you know and we don't understand greed we don't understand jealousy we don't really understand how there can be hatred in the world it doesn't make sense to us so at times we're like disillusioned or sometimes people might say that you're um naive or that you're so innocent or you know there's there's all kinds of things and I've heard that my whole life you know really um and I think no we're we're not actually we actually we can see the potential for humanity we can see how things could be so different and so we're basically here to do those little good deeds um that add up you know so kind of like little helpers. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, Jackie, if, yeah, if you've had connection with or previous incarnations um, in the angelic realm, um, and certainly, you know, your angels, the way to kind of connect with your angels more is to listen. It's to give yourself time and space and really intend to connect with them. And if you do it and you do it religiously, like you you discipline yourself in it, you will find that you start to recognize that beautiful high vibration. And it is so healing and it's so amazing that it's addictive. It becomes like you, you'll crave that every day. Um, so I, I started by working with the angels before I even really was working with spirit. And I think that they're a beautiful, beautiful, um, energy to be in and to, to really create a relationship with. So I encourage you to. Um, So moving on, Emily Barnard says she's a newbie medium. uh, Says, I've recently had two very clear spirits come through in readings that don't resonate with my sitters. How do you find the people they belong to? I feel called to deliver their messages. Okay, so what I would say is not to panic. There are times when spirit won't be claimed. And it's obviously not all the time, um, but it's every once in a while. And there's a few reasons that that could be. First of all, it could be that the people, there's people coming through that the sitter just isn't aware of. So it's always important to give what you're getting, even if the person's like, no, I don't, 
I don't know who that is. Ask them to keep it in mind. And really, oftentimes what will happen is they'll go and they'll talk to their mom or they'll talk to their aunt and they'll be like explaining the spirit that they didn't recognize. And the mom or the aunt will say, oh, that's so-and-so. You know, that happens lots of the time. Other times, I would say if it's not... If, it, if you've given a reading and everything else resonates and you've given other other connections, you've given other links with spirit and that one, you know, isn't resonating, um, then I would say, you know, you have to also look at um, timing because there's been times when I've had a spirit come through, didn't resonate for the, the person in front of me. Um, I, I let it, I let it go. And then I had another reading pretty much right after the person came, same spirit came through, didn't belong to that sitter. And then the third one and the same spirit came through and it belonged to my last client. And so sometimes, now I don't, I'm not wanting you to use this as a rule, but sometimes it is possible that a spirit does come early. And I've had other, I've heard other teachers say that's nonsense. That's they they know when to come and they're not going to show up early. But from my experience, it has happened. And I don't really know how you can kind of stop that. Um, I think that sometimes some spirits are just super eager and they want to make sure that you know that they're there and that they want to communicate. Um, so, so that's part of it. The other thing I once had in a group reading, um, two spirits in that came through in the group and nobody claimed them. And it was kind of the first one. Okay. And then the second one right after nobody claimed them, I started to panic. I started to think what's going on because the whole, you know, the whole evening up until that point, everybody had claimed and everybody knew, you know, they knew what I was talking about and it had been going really well. So it kind of shook me, it threw me off for a loop for a second. Um, but I continued on, I carried on, I finished, you know, went forward with the, the rest of the readings. And, um, uh, the next day I had a call from that client and she said, I didn't want to say anything because the two people that you were describing sounded a lot like people in my life, but they're living like they're, they're not in spirit. They, so I didn't want to say anything. And she said, after I left, she called her someone in her family, her mom or something like that. And, or no, she hadn't been in touch with one side of her family. They'd been estranged for like five years or something. And so she called someone from that side of the family, I guess. And they told her that her grandma and her cousin had both passed. And those were the two people that had come through for her. Well, I didn't know it was for her at the time. So that's an awful way to find out that information, but it proved to me that it is possible that sometimes you're bringing through this information that your sitter does not even know yet. But spirit is so clever that they can arrange all of this. So it comes down to trusting, you know, you have to trust that if you're clearly getting this information and you're feeling it and it's, it feels real and it's important to express that. And, you know, I think that sometimes that's the way it's going to go. I don't believe it's your job or your responsibility to track down or find where these spirits need to go. Spirit 
and the intelligence of spirit will take care of it. If their message needs to get to their loved one, trust me, they will find a way. So all you're responsible for, Emily, is is giving what you receive and doing it to the best of your ability. Um, And I would talk to the spirits afterwards and say, I'm sorry that that didn't resonate. I'm sorry I couldn't place you, but I trust that you're going to find a way. You know, and if there's anything that I can do to help you, let me know. You could say that, but you don't have to carry it and you don't have to feel guilty and you don't have to feel responsible for it. Um, trust, trust spirit a little bit more and, and they will get it done. Trust me. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that is helpful to you. Um, Lisa Spence was saying, my four-year-old granddaughter has two invisible sisters who are with her very often. I've observed her chatting and giggling with them. She even knows their names. Do you think they were sisters from a past life? Yeah, I do tend to think that. And I also think that they're two little guides for her. You know, they're, they're working with her. And because your little granddaughter is so open and so sensitive to energy and spirit, um, it's a very easy interaction. It's very easy for her to, to feel them and to have that experience. Um, what's wonderful is that you guys are, are observing it and just allowing it to happen. You're not denying it. You're not telling her that that's not real. Um, I, I think it's so important to allow children to have those experiences. Um, so I would ask her questions, you know, ask her what they're like or you know what they talk about, um, those kinds of things. Um, but I certainly do feel like this could be... Um, yeah, past life connection. Um, if I go into that a little bit, it's almost like um, you can see uh, see them wearing little uh, old-fashioned little dresses together and playing, little boots on, um, pushing on a sw- pushing each other on the swing, um, outdoors in a little circle, like a ring around the rosy kind of thing. I can hear that giggling and that laughing, wearing little braids. Um, just very, very, very loving, very sweet energy. Um, I think that those two will stay with your granddaughter, you know, for her lifetime, this incarnation, um, and really, really be there. Um, will she always be, um, conscious of the connection? Maybe not, you know, we'll see how things go. Um, but certainly there is a strong, strong bond there, you know, which is beautiful. Um, so yeah, definitely. I think you're, you're right with that. Um, so I think, oh, Nora Simpson was asking about energy, about her health. Now, that's something, Nora, I would talk to you privately about. Um, life between lives, Jackie Lepp, you were asking about that. I don't feel like I know enough. You know, I, I actually feel like I would need to know more and to be able to give you any kind of insightful answer. I mean, it's certainly intriguing. Um I've had a near-death experience myself, um, and I have done past life regression where I've kind of experienced the feeling of that life between life, but all I can really say is that I felt it's a time, oftentimes it's a time of planning, it's a time of time of gathering uh, in your soul family, I feel that it's a time of healing, deep healing. Um, also like there's lots of learning that goes on. I kind of, I kind of feel that, um, but that's kind of the extent of it. So I'd love to, I'd love to know more. I would say if you have these questions too, what I do is I just go to spirit and I'll say to spirit, I don't know 
what can you show me? What can I know about this topic? And then basically I'll receive it either through my senses, like I'll hear a little blurb about it, or they'll show me in my mind, like pictures in my mind, or they'll they'll random, well, it's not random, um, they'll, they'll orchestrate putting the right book in front of me, the right movie or documentary about it, or somebody will mention it. Um, or, you know, there'll be a dream, you know, I'll have a dream or in a meditation, I'll have an experience that will show me. So that's what I would say we should both do. You and I, Jackie, we should both ask to be shown. Um, so, so basically that's a few little, few little questions answered for you. Um, what I would say going forward, you know, for, for you guys, um, it's important to remember that even though there's lots of things right now that we can't control, it, it's out of our control. Um, keep focused on the things that you can, you know, things that you do have control over. I noticed for myself, it's been more important for me to uh, feel as though I have an outlet, you know, so being able to write, um, spend time in, in contemplation, um, the meditation time and the prayer time has been even more essential, I think, than ever before. So it is whatever is going to inspire you, whatever is going to raise your vibration. I think it's important to really make that a priority right now. Um, but I'm sending you guys so much love, so much light. Um, and I, I hope that you can feel that. So stay tuned for more, more episodes, more interviews. If you've got show ideas, topics you want me to cover, um, certainly let me know. Reach out. I'm, I'm on Facebook under Psychic Medium Melissa White. I'm on Instagram, Melissa White Medium. Um, definitely reach out. If you're interested in joining the podcast group, uh, the Spirit Room Podcast with Melissa White on Facebook, um, definitely look look it up and I'll approve your, your membership. Um, and I'll just share with you guys some stuff there, some maybe behind the scenes or some interactions. Sometimes I'll be pulling cards. Uh, it's a good, it's a good group. It's lovely people. It's a private group, so you don't have to worry. It's, it's confidential. Um, so that would be, yeah, wonderful to have you, wonderful to have you there. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.